Welcome everybody to this uh, very special edition of the Anything But Square podcast. My name is Gen Kelsang Dorning and I want to say a big thank you to Fed Square for inviting me back to host this podcast for a few sessions. The topic we have decided to cover over these next few episodes is called Fresh Beginnings and once again we will explore some uh, a more spiritual side of life and hopefully learn a few techniques for developing a more peaceful mind and being able to meditate, which I believe is becoming more and more of a necessity in this ever-increasing uncertain world. So let's get started. I'd like to begin uh, this series by looking at finding more of a direction in life. And I think probably now is is more of a pertinent time to start asking these questions why do I get up in the morning? Where am I going? What is the meaning of my life? So I'd like to read to you to to kick this off. I'm going to read from a book called Modern Buddhism. You can get yourself a copy of this for free at the website emodernbuddhism.com. Download yourself a copy for free. And it says, we should ask ourselves what we consider to be most important. What do we wish for, strive for, or daydream about? For some people, it is material possessions, such as a large house with all the latest luxuries, a fast car, or a well-paid job. For others, it is reputation, good looks, power, excitement or adventure. Many try to find the meaning of their life in relationships with their family and circle of friends. All these things can make us superficially happy for a short while. But they will also cause us much worry and suffering. They will never give us the real happiness that all of us, in our hearts, long for. Since we cannot take them with us when we die, if we have made them the principal meaning of our life, they will eventually let us down. As an end in themselves, worldly attainments are hollow. They're not the real meaning of human life. Now... I'm sure we have a fairly wide-ranging audience here listening to this podcast today. But you need to question yourself. You need to ask the question, what is the meaning of my life? What is it that we are seeking? What is our reason for traveling this journey between birth and death? In my role, my job as a spiritual teacher, I meet many, many people And one of the most common emotional difficulties that I come across is people feeling as though they're floundering in life, that they don't really know where they're going. They are continually seeking, but really failing to find the satisfaction and contentment that they believe they should be able to find in life. 
it doesn't really matter what it is that interests you. Maybe you are a high-flying corporate person, or maybe you're not. Maybe you do just seek adventure and experiences. But have you noticed that these things are like scenery that pass us by? We have moments of enjoyment and satisfaction, but then those moments that we seem to be deriving from our experiences and achievements, they pass. And what do you do when they pass? Do you then seek the next experience? Or the next life goal? And then what happens when you achieve that experience? When you have that experience and you achieve that goal and so on, what do you do then? It's funny, many years ago I used to work in the banking industry and um, I worked in telecommunications. I wasn't actually a, a banker as such, but I worked in, in the banking industry. And in my particular department, the organization, the bank, would, would take on the, the highest achievers from Sydney's graduates and would groom them to become the future of the, of the organization. And I had a discussion with one of them one day, and I said, what's your goal? And he loved this because as a high achiever, um, professional goals was part of his life and his training. And he said, well, I have this five-year plan. And in this five-year plan, he had, he had carefully mapped out exactly what position he would be in in the organization. And I asked him, I said, well, if that's your five-year plan, what's your 10-year plan? And again, he'd carefully considered and mapped out where he would be in, in 10 years. Anyway, this continued. And to my surprise, he'd actually planned out where he would be in 20 years. And what struck me about this was that when, in my mind, I was fairly new to spiritual development. I was still working in that industry, but I had begun to study spiritual teachings on the Buddhist path. And what really stood out about that discussion was the moment that he accomplished his first goal, his ability to experience any real enjoyment would be completely displaced by the fact that a new goal would be on the horizon. Now, after 20 or 30 years, he would probably be reaching the, the latter part of his career, and he may even now be planning his retirement goals. But what, what does one do if their life is built on these professional attainments or built on these string of experiences? Because life passes by. You probably know yourself that... As you grow older, the speed at which life passes increases. So the days, the weeks, the months, the years, and the decades go flying by. And as I say, when I meet people, it seems to be one of the common experiences. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And the tragedy is that life is getting quicker. So, of course, I'm biased. I'm a Buddhist monk. So, of course, I'm going to say we need more spirituality. But I sincerely, suggest that if somebody can change very slightly their ambitions in life to include some degree of mental peace, you will always be able to enjoy whatever happens. I want to read to you from another book called How to Transform Your Life. You can download this for free as well. This is howtotyl.com, page eight. The real source of happiness is inner peace. 
if our mind is peaceful, we will be happy all the time, regardless of external conditions. But if it is disturbed or troubled in any way, we will never be happy, no matter how good our external conditions may be. External conditions can only make us happy if our mind is peaceful. We can understand this through our own experience. For example, even if we are in the most beautiful surroundings and have everything we need, the moment we get angry, any happiness we may have disappears. This is because anger has destroyed our inner peace. We can see from this that if we want true lasting happiness, we need to develop and maintain a special experience of inner peace. The only way to do this is to train our mind through spiritual practice, gradually reducing and eliminating our negative disturbed states of mind and replacing them with positive, peaceful states. Now, I don't believe you need to be Buddhist to see the wisdom in that. You know, we're not saying give up your career or give up your loved ones or uh, give up your enjoyments. In fact, Buddha never taught that family and career and enjoyments were an object to be abandoned. In truth, all of these things will work just fine, but they'll only work if we can establish happiness within us first. As you know, there is a great deal of difference between, for example, drinking a cup of coffee when you're already happy versus drinking a cup of coffee when you're trying to get something from the coffee. Have you ever sucked the foam out of a cappuccino at the end of a cappuccino and thought, I wish I'd bought the next size up versus when you're already comfortable and happy and enjoying the people around you and you're at peace and you're just sitting there enjoying a coffee. Huge difference. So how do we get this inner peace? How do we get this happiness? Well, over the next five weeks, we'll look at this in a lot more detail, but to begin with, we need to learn to meditate. Now, those of you who joined us on our previous uh, meditation uh, specials on the Anything But Square podcast, you'll know that we always included these very mini micro Fed Square meditations, <laughs> which we're going to do again on this series. So to get the ball rolling, I'd like to guide you in some very basic breathing meditation. And then we have the context and the foundation for our next episode. We'll take this further. We'll try to really give our life a fresh beginning. Okay, so sit comfortably. Nice straight back. Lower your eyelids. Drop your shoulders. And breathe gently through your nostrils. Focus on the gentle sensation of the breath just inside your nostrils. The cool as you inhale and the warmer, softer sensation as you exhale. Really try 
to remain focused on that sensation. The more focused you are, the more peace you will experience. See if we can do one minute together. Okay, that was indeed a micro-meditation, but hopefully in, that just, in just that one minute, you found a little bit more happiness in your life. You can obviously extend that for as long as you like. You can do it every day. Okay, so if a micro-meditation is not enough for you, do not forget you can join us every Tuesday in the atrium for our free half-an-hour meditation sessions. And if you can't make it to Fed Square. Well, you can join us virtually at fedsquare.com because the sessions are live stream. Please do check out our social media on at Meditate in Melbourne. That's both Instagram and Facebook. And please don't miss our next special episode of the meditation series on anything but square. <laughs>